Hello, welcome to another episode of our podcast, Launch Into The Deep. Um, today we're going to talk about, we are going to talk about the same thing, how to endure in your testings. And this is part three. Yes, part three, because it's, it's, it is a lot to take in, um, but it's not hard to deal with. So I want you to join me again today. Let us dive in. Let us get into how to handle our testings. This is part three. Um, welcome from Worship 365 FM and also from Your Word is the Truth Ministries. My name is Andrine Campbell. Um, this is Launch Into the Deep. If you're joining for the first time, welcome to our podcast. And we, you know, we hope you'll be blessed by this podcast and you'll keep joining, keep, keep coming, keep, share the word, give it to somebody else help them to overcome. So right now we're going to talk about, because we talk about in the last two, we, we touched a lot of stuff, but um, we have not touched, um, you know, a certain, certain things. And I want you to understand, because if I don't explain it from this level, then, you know, you will not get it. And so I have to go in every section. I try to take it from every hand, every handled, every angle, sorry, angle that I can. And so, I want to start today by saying, listen, in all honesty, um, I don't think we had touched what is um, suffering. And you know that the Bible um, was originally written in Greek, translated in Hebrew and, um, you know, all of these different languages. But the original languages are the Hebrew and the Greek translations. And so we look at them when we are looking at certain things because the English meaning is different. And so the, the, the Greek word for suffering is talaiporia, and that's T-A-L-A-I-P-O-R-I-A. And it is translated in English as tribulations. And I can tell you, it really means what it says. So in the, in the Apostle Paul's epistle to the church in Rome, remember I had spoken about it in the last podcast in part two, Romans 5, 3 to 5, but I think I gave it from the NET version. This is the amplified version and it reads, and not only this, but with joy, let us exult in our sufferings and rejoice in our hardships, knowing that hardship, which signifies distress, pressure, trouble. It produces patient endurance and endurance produces proven character and that is spiritual maturity and proven character, which is spiritual maturity, produces hope and confident assurance of eternal salvation in Jesus Christ. And it says such hope in God's promise never disappoints us because God's love has, an, has been abundantly poured out within our hearts through the Holy Scripture, the Holy Spirit who was given to us. And so what this scripture is saying is that we should have joy in our sufferings, go through it with joy and rejoice. First Thessalonians 5 also, I think it's 16 says, rejoice always. The psalmist David said, rejoice. And again, I say rejoice. Even in his sufferings, he could have rejoiced because you have to be at a certain level spiritually in order to do this. So what this is showing you is that you, in order for you to get this kind of benefit from the kingdom, you have to be walking in line with the kingdom and you must be in line with the word of God. Because once that happens, 
and you are able to rejoice in your sufferings, knowing that all the hardship, the pressure that you're going through, the trouble, that is only there to produce patient endurance, and that is what God uses. And the same patient endurance proves your character. And in proving your character, it shows that you would reach a certain level of spiritual maturity. And in that spiritual maturity, which is a proven character stage, it produces hope and confident assurance in Christ. Because then you are sure that you are able to, to stand on the word of God because you know that the suffering that you're facing is for a purpose. That's a high level of spiritual maturity that's needed. So right there, this is what is needed. But let me go a little further because I want to show you in contrast, you know, the children of Israel, they represent spiritual Israel. We represent spiritual Israel right now. So the children of Israel, they experienced great suffering. Oh, my God. Listen, I want you to put yourself in line with the children of Israel because we are spiritual Israel. Nobody suffered suffering such as the Israelites. Oh my God, the other nations were just set against them and they still are thousands of years later. Look at the logics of it. Now, listen to what this is. The reason, and I know that the children of Israel, their nation were under attack because the nation was to birth Jesus. So because the nation was to birth someone who would bring change, the enemy wanted to block it. But he didn't know this. But he naturally has an opposing spirit. So I want you to understand what I'm saying, that the hardship that we are going through is as the children of Israel. Because they suffered. They were led out of Egypt by Moses into the promised land because God had delivered them from the hand of, the, 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 of Pharaoh. He had them in, 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 in such opposition and oppression, sorry, for so many years. It was so long, 430 years, I think, the cry came up before God and he decided to let his people go. But they were on their way out of Egypt. They were chased by Pharaoh who had given them the permission to go, but just didn't know how because the Lord had hardened his heart against the Israelites. This is what the Bible said. So you may be going through some testings now and some people have rejected you. This is what happened. The Lord hardened their heart against you. You may be in a financial bound or you may be in bound for something else. You need help, but then you can't see the help and you can't see how you're not being helped because the people around you should be helping you, but the Lord has hardened their hearts. Please understand where I'm getting at and where I'm going. You have so many different era of testings, but you have to be sober. First Peter 5, 7 and 8. This is why it says, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, is going around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour, because his aim is to devour you. His aim is to devour me. So he goes around like a roaring lion, seeking who he may devour. This is serious. So we have to stand firm in the spirit. How do you stand firm in the word of God? How do you stand firm in the word of God if you don't know the word of God? And this is why you have to study to show yourself approved. 
You have to study the word of God. You have to be in Bible studies because if you tell yourself a lie that you are going to go to church on Sundays alone and you are not going to go to Bible studies, then you are living a deception because then you would not even understand that the enemy is just using you against you and stopping you from entering the kingdom of heaven because then he's trying to block the word from getting to you. So these opposition people, come on, I want you to follow with me today because this is exciting. So as the children of Israel were coming out of Egypt, there was Pharaoh chasing them down. Their hearts must have been racing. Oh, three million of them were getting out of Egypt and they were running for their lives on their way out of Egypt while Pharaoh was chasing them. While they were making their way across, the Amalekites attacked them, OMG. The Amalekites attacked them at Rephidim. The wicked spirit of the Amalekite demons, they attacked them at Rephidim. And I'm telling you, they attacked them at their weakest and this angered God to the biggest level because they were tired and they were weak. And they suffered such hardship just by coming out of into freedom. I want you to understand that you were in sin. You were in sin before you came to Christ. Um, and when you come out, you are going to go through extreme wilderness because the enemy doesn't want you to go into freedom. Just as these children of Israel, they were led into freedom but the enemy tried to stop them from walking into the freedom that God set for them. So the same person who let them loose attacked them while they were going out. This is what can happen even in your daily life. The Bible is a guideline. You look at it and you see things that are happening in your life. It's in the Bible. There's nothing new under the sun. The Bible says, don't think it's strange that you're going through fiery trials because your brother somewhere around the world is enduring the same thing. So you may feel that you are going through the same thing. I remember just getting saved. I was so angry at God. Listen, I spent so much time being angry at God. It's unbelieving. I'm telling you, I was so angry at God because I didn't understand. This man just called me to save me and I thought he was really saving me. And all I was seeing was that I was drowning. But yes, I was drowning from the sin that I was in because he was delivering me out of freedom. It's a process. So you have to go through the process and it's in this process that you will endure hardships, knowing that hardships are distresses, pressure and trouble. The Israelites suffered trouble. So they were attacked by so many nations, not just the Amalekites, not just the, the Amalekites, I mean, these people were even so constantly complaining. They reminded me of myself so much. I was always complaining. God, I just finished this and just give me another one. I don't want any more problems. I don't want. I was always complaining. These children of Israel, when they came out of Egypt, when they started to get frustrated, they started to complain to God rather than stay in the wilderness. Let me say this to you. Wilderness signifies testing. Deuteronomy 8.2, the Bible says, and let me, and, and I tell you this from the, 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 amplif the NLT version. I don't remember which one. It's just, I'm saying it out of my head. I don't remember which version. I think it's the NLT version. He said, all those years I led you into the wilderness to be tested and tried. He said, it's to, to see whether or not, 
you know, he said it to see what was in your heart, to see if you loved me, whether or not you would keep my commandments. I specifically chose that version because I remember it out of my head. Why? Because this version, it was so interesting to me because God said, all those years I led you into the wilderness, which signifies testing, to be tested and tried. And he was talking to the children of Israel in, in A2. He said to be tested and tried to see whether or not you loved me and whether or not you would keep my commandments. Oh my God. So he took them free out of, he took them out of bondage into freedom. And then he said he has to test them. So it's the same thing now when you're in Christ. The only difference is that nobody is running us down in the natural. Everything now is in the spiritual. Because Ephesians 6 verse 12 tells us that we are into a spiritual battle and we are not into a natural battle. We are wrestling against spiritual demons. And that's the issue now that we are suffering as the church of God, spiritual Israelites. So the things that are happening to us, the Lord may reveal it to you in dreams and you may get a pre precursor of what is to come. What the Lord does is to actually show it to you in the dreams for you to shut it down. You could just simply say, Father, I bless you. I lift you up right before your presence, God. I enter the throne and I ask you, oh God, forgive me of every sins I may have committed against you, whether they be known or unknown. And I pray, God, that as I come before you, you forgive me of my sins. You say, Lord, I ask you to destroy every plan of the enemy against me in the name of Jesus Christ. Start to bind and loose. I destroy the dream in the name of Jesus. I dismantle it. I overturn it in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And I tell you, thanks, Lord, for the victory in Jesus' name. Amen. That's it. I'm telling you, once you pray that prayer and believe the God that you serve, he is going to act on your behalf and whatever was formed in the spiritual realm against you will be disintegrated and decimated unless the Lord wants to keep it to buffet you just as he did with the apostle Paul when he buffeted him with a thorn in his flesh and then he asked God to move it several times he fasted he prayed he did everything but it just would not go he thought God didn't hear but God heard him and God finally said listen I am not going to remove it because I've given you too many revelations and guess what I know your heart and I know that my grace is sufficient for you remember that you used to kill Christians he didn't say that but I'm quite sure that was what God was saying and he said no I am keeping you buffeted by this thorn so that you can keep humble so that my grace can be sufficient for you because I know your heart prior to this and I know it now because I know the level of your heart and what it can be. I know what you can manage. So I'm going to give you this now until you are ready to receive it because what I'm going to give you is going to be big. I'm quite sure this is what um, the Apostle Paul, God was saying to the Apostle Paul in not so many words. So he buffeted him. And so the Israelites had buffets, my God. Their buffets were nations, the Midianites. Oh Lord, as the crops came, there were the Midianites to eat away at the crops. There were just somebody. There was always somebody. The Babylonians took over when they disobeyed. Because I remember King Jeroshim, um, in Ezekiel 1, he was taken captive. I remember reading Ezekiel 1 and Ezekiel was writing the letter from Chebar, the rivers of Chebar. He was among the captives that was taken. 
because King Jeroiakim was so disrespectful and did not listen to God. So God did not only take him, God took his mother. The Bible was so specific, Nebuchadnezzar's rule. And under the, his eighth year, he was taken captive. Listen, this is so serious. So you can be there in one minute in disobedience and another minute you, hit, you are somewhere else. So I look at the life of the Israelites. I look at what they do and what they're capable of doing. Sorry, what the Israelites are going through and what the other nations are capable of doing. And I want us to understand that these spirits, they still exist within this realm today. I'm going to end this part and I'm going to do part four because I don't want to bore us with this long messages podcast. But um, I thank you for listening on this podcast. Thank you for joining us on Launch Into the Deep. Your word is the truth and worship 365fmministries.com ministries. And I just want you to continue to join um, and tune in and just log into the next one. We're going to be having part four and we hope you'll be blessed by it. And thank you so much for listening. God bless you.